See this cute little vial here? That's crack, rock cocaine, the most addictive form. You think it's the glamour drug of the 80s? Well, that's the point of this fronted little reminder. The drug dealers need to know that we want them out of our schools, neighborhoods, and our lives. What would I do if someone offered me these drugs? I'd tell them to take a hike. Say no to drugs. All right, man, grabs the snow. Hi. Yeah. Hi, friends. We're here for episode two of uh, Cocaine Cowboys. Dos. Um, you know what, Six? I didn't even... I didn't even... Oh, Cocaine Cowboys, Kings of Miami. Yeah. I didn't even think of our drug dealer names for this episode. I really didn't. Um, uh, I don't even know what to do. I feel naked now. What like, is what's, your problem? Yeah, I, I, I kind of... I messed up. They'll come to you. Like... Wow. Okay, y'all gonna have to give me grace, man. Maybe, maybe it'll pop up somewhere in the episode. Perhaps. Um, or maybe we just not gonna do them this episode. Oh no. Yeah. Well, y'all gotta understand, man. It's kind of you know that's a very like exhausting task. Gotta commit. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you know, it's like it's like We're when you got perfect product, attendance at school. We can't change the product. Yeah, but this ain't about. I mean, that's it true. is. It, we literally make a show about product. We break down stuff into grams. We talk about the product not being stepped on. You know what? It just hit me, Six. I got it. You ready? Okay. okay. I don't know if I'm ready. Right. Well, like I said before, this is Grams of Snow podcast. Uh, uh, <laughs> and you already know the vibes, man. You chilling with your boy here, Russell Snow, the gladiator. <laughs> the Coke gladiator. The gladiator of Coke. Yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. Are you not entertained? I, listen, I hope you're entertained. Uh, are you That's not the entertained? Goal. That's the goal. Yeah. And uh, you can hear my co-star over there, Six, oh, God. the illest. I am. You know what I'm saying? Kelly Snowlin. Jesus fucking Christ. You know what I mean? Sauce Christ. Yeah, Destiny Child. Destiny Child, baby. Um, so but you're right. We do have a product. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. can't I'm, be stepped on. Know. And that was just a freestyle. You know, that was something light. Ooh, that was something light. This guy. Yeah, man. But uh what's the word? We uh, fresh off of episode two. It it got better. It got really good. The first one was kind of a lot of information, but the second one, yeah, the, yeah, the first one it was like it was just laying down the players. Yeah, yeah. You know, laying down the terrain, how much money they were getting, right? How they, you know, how they got into their operation cracking. Um, yeah, and this one we start getting to the bodies. Yeah, yeah. I, it solved the issue of how are y'all doing with this no with no bloodshed. Yeah, so. Yeah, that and, and that was a good observation on your behalf. Yeah. I mean, obviously with the Colombians, you know, you getting your you getting your dope from the Colombians. So that's yes. all, that's always been my theory. Like, whoever your manufacturer is, it's kind of like with shipping, right? Like, like in in retail business, right? Like, there's a lot of like gray area between the manufacturer making the product and then like the retailer receiving the product mm-hmm. and and there's a lot of gray area about who covers what in between that transporting process mm-hmm. so like i think like up to a certain point like you know your manufacturer kind of like guarantees shipments and then up to a certain point it becomes the retailer's responsibility but at the end of the day the retailer's point of sales and their inventory and things like that affect the manufacturer and the relationship with the manufacturer so they have a vested interest yeah yeah so that's why like you know uh you know if you 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 know you eat some broccoli 
And I don't know, has E. coli, right? Broccoli has some E. coli. They have to go back to like the where did this shit come from? Yeah, you yeah. know, like to it, trace it, it back to the beginning. It go, yeah, it goes all the the retailer is not really responsible for the issue. It's whoever made the broccoli mm-hmm. in this particular case. So even after you sell to your retailers, you still have a responsibility, a vested to interest in yeah. them, right? Yeah. Um, and and the coke game seems to be no different. Hey, coke game, rap game. There Drake line for everything. It, oh, that's a Drake line. I thought. I thought it is. Believe it or not. Well, I thought uh, as if Drake has ever sold coke. But well, I I thought that was a. Uh, I thought that was a. That's a Nas. That's a Nas bar, isn't it? I don't put it past Drake to steal a Nas bar, but wouldn't say steal. Borrow. Okay. Be inspired. So I think the lineage goes Nas, Jay Z, then Drake. Sure. With that, because Nas had the Nas made a reference to it. Hove made rap game, crack game, the joint that was on volume one, uh-huh. and then Drake. Right? Yeah, he just said it very passively, though. It wasn't like a song about it. Okay. Rap game, crack game, ain't that different, you know? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, that was kind of like a quick bar about it. Yeah. Um, Where do we start with this, man? Because a lot happened on episode two. How did the episode start? Um, Because so, you have your notes. I do. I, I think the episode started just by basically saying that, like, um. Th- okay, it started off by them telling us that like the lawyer, the mm, lawyer got killed. Yeah, yeah. Well, before that, no, no. Before that, they started off by telling us that like basically Willie and Sal were in the wind. They were fugitives. I mean, yeah, but we knew that already. So okay, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. like in the beginning, it it kind of starts off with Willie's lawyer mm-hmm. gets murdered. Yeah. Um, yes. And he was preparing to cooperate with the feds, right? Yeah. And he was the lawyer over their money. He was the one making all the offshore deposits, you know, keeping apparently the big ledgers. Right. Because, you know, these people love, yeah, they love their ledgers. Um, <laughs> Goddamn Heath Ledgers like, <laughs> over this job. Why are you writing all this shit down? Yeah, they're crazy. But so someone, we don't know if it's friend or foe at this point, because it could be either, to be honest, mm-hmm. kills this lawyer. Um, but it's too stupid to take all the records with them. So yeah. now it becomes a death investigation and yeah. they have access to anything in the fucker's office. Yeah, that was, I'm pretty sure those hitmen probably caught caught a, caught a couple slugs themselves. They have a fifth grade education. Well, okay, so in all <laughs> fairness, right, I, I would imagine, the way I imagine it, especially when they talked about it, like, uh, when they talked about a lot of the hits that were happening in the streets on Cocaine Cowboys, mm-hmm. it seemed like a like basically go do this. Here's yeah, 10, people people yeah. that you pay just to come over here from Cuba or Colombia to start you know, their lives. Not even that. They probably do their thing and then you ship them right back. So like, there's a yeah. there's sort of a barrier of I don't want to say intelligence because I don't want to insult nobody. I don't think it's an intelligence thing. I think it's just like responsibility. Probably there's, there's like a sense of politics. That like I don't think hitmen are really concerned with, or just like responsibility, right? Because it's it's political. Yeah, it's like, hey, I'm here to kill somebody. I don't yeah. nothing else that's attached right. to this. You didn't tell me to do this. I didn't get paid to do that. I got paid to pull a bullet in this fucker's brain. Right. I did that. Get my money. I'm out of here. Right. But common sense tells you, if I'm gonna kill the lawyer about the information he has, I should get the information that he has. I, I wouldn't put that on common sense though. I wouldn't put that on common sense. If you're a hitter, you understand what I'm saying? Like no, but no. 
maybe so not I, I maybe that, not for the hitman, but his instructions should go. have included. See, see, I put that on his superior. I no, put, no, that's what I mean by common sense. Yeah. Common sense says the hit doesn't end at death. Right. The completing right. this job means getting a, it burnt to the ground. Something. Yeah. Like why? Because now it's it's a death investigation. They have access to everything. Yeah, that's and they crazy. They got everything. They got everything. All the bank accounts, where the money was coming and going, <sighs> everything, which was enough to make an indictment. And so, so the money was going to Panama, apparently, right? Panama, the Caymans, a bunch of different places. They yeah. had close to a bill. So, like, dog, that's so much money. They came up though, from from Cuban street immigrants to Dagon. Working in a fucking bakery. Yeah, man. Marilyn fucking Bonachea. I still hate her, by the way. Well, she kind of redeemed herself, and as far as I'm, well, I didn't really have as much of a problem as you did, but she should have redeemed herself in this episode to you. Right? No, because I still stand by. Because before it was, well, how much could she possibly? You said how much could she possibly know to make a mess? Right? Right. Okay, that's true. I didn't say that. She knows everything to make a mess. She knows everything. You're right about that. The recipe for disaster is a thousand percent there. And that fucking Bob, I don't trust that stiff ass Bob. (laughs) But (laughs) serious, bro. You a hater? Am I a hater? Is the Bob bad? And her front teeth are brown. I mean, damn, you judging her by extremities. I I told you last. You will get there, but she sold quite a sum of money right. from this man. And you still have brown teeth. Well, I mean, okay, so how did you look at the stealing of the money? Because to me, I'm like, yo, you're doing you're doing a lot of illegal work for this guy. It's stealing because you don't have permission. Okay, that, that's fair. That's yeah, just, that's fair. That's just it. That's fair. But either way, we're jumping ahead of ourselves. Yeah, but I think it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um. Because we don't necessarily have to go in order with this thing, right? Like, well, we have to for this part anyway. So everybody gets indicted. Oh, my. Yo, come on, dog. I owe you flowers. So huh? I, I didn't really disagree with you. Okay. But but we're here to give you flowers. So everybody gets indicted. Yes. And being the good people that <laughs> good people that Willie and Sal are, they say hey, um, Thavi and Willie's brother is Thavi and Pedro's sister is his wife. Right. Peggy's sister is his wife. Right. right. And they're like, hey, I know you're about to get married to the little white girl who's calling you Peter, even though your name is Pedro. <laughs> I know you're about to marry her. George and Peter. You know, like, come on, George Valdez is worse. But you got this whole ass white woman calling you Peter. Her name is Pedro. Right. The girl who was hit on by Jose Canseco in a club. Like, come on, Jose bro. who? Canseco. Pronounce that again? Canseco. Canseco? Canseco. Jose- <laughs> Joseph Canseco. That's what you just said. You were like, Canseco? It was just, okay. Jose Canseco. There you go. Hit there on the white go. girl in the club when he found her or whatever. Now you're about to marry the girl who calls you Peter, even though your mother named you Pedro. Yeah. Um, your sister and brother-in-law like, hey, you can't get married, bro, because they're they going to arrest you. you at this wedding. Right. There's an indictment. Willie's like, what are you going to do? You can turn yourself in or what? And he's like, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to go on the run. Yeah. Cool. My nigga recut. Rika said, all right, bro, got arrested. Do my time. Leave me alone. Yeah. My nigga fucking Cabeza. Yeah. Ralph. Juiced OJ gets life. Uh, Juiced We were totally off on that. We thought Juiced OJ was going to murder a couple people. Fam. Ju- well, because they said that Juiced O, they, they got Juiced O first. Uh-huh. And they were trying to like, get information out of him. And he just, all they said was he denied it. Yeah, Juiced O didn't want to give him nothing. They made an example out of him because he gave them nothing yeah see they offered him everything they offered him damn near nothing because Juso knows everything he would give them absolutely nothing he lied about his name see my i was very like i get the example thing 
But they, okay, there's on one hand you can make an example out of somebody, but on the other hand, it's at a certain point. I'm going to say this word, and I don't know if it's the right word. It's got to be unconstitutional to give this man life in prison over cocaine, over cocaine, and he's not even the top dog. Like there's no bodies involved. We're, I'm assuming there's no bodies involved at this mm-hmm. point because they haven't really expressed it like it is, mm-hmm. and they know that he is not. I mean, maybe they can. Maybe they're trying to. They know he's not top dog. They know he's not top dog, but maybe it's like, well, since you're not telling us nothing, we have to assume. It's kind of like when you lose your parking ticket at the parking garage. We have to assume that you've been here the longest amount possible. I hate to be that guy, but Juso's the only black person too. Yeah, I mean, but st- so if I'm Justo. And I'm not saying how Justo should feel. I don't know if he's alive or not. I don't know what's going on here. I would be pissed because it sounds like they didn't hire you really good lawyers. Nope. Okay. So I would be. They left Justo to drown. Pissed. Mm -hmm. Unless they're taking care of his family, hands over fists. You know what I'm saying? I would be pissed because there's there's no good lawyer. That you're paying, you know, uh, you, you put a lawyer on retainer and you end up paying him a quarter of a million dollars. You're not going down for life. So that lets me know that they that they let him go. And even with the little bit they said about it in this episode, it was basically because I had to find out what they offered. Like they right. they really were offering him pretty much like 10, 15 years if oh, he snitched. Got it. OK, so you did research. Yeah. OK. So and he they, chose not to. Got it. But all they said in this episode. Mm-hmm. Juicio got arrested. Juicio got life. Yeah, that was... A, that lets me know y'all did nothing for him. Do you feel like they're going to come back to that story? I don't know. I try not to research too much so I wouldn't get ahead. Okay. Um, I just... I was very interested into, like like you said, how did this fucker get life? Yeah, that was a little too much. Over coke and no dead bodies. No dead bodies. All coke. Um, so, so Juicio gets life. My poor baby. Yeah, I didn't like that. Recut. Take it like a fucking champ. Yeah, Recut took his time. Cabeza. Took his time. Took it like a fucking champ. Yeah. Then they come for this fucker, Peggy. Yeah, Peggy, man. Okay. So I Peggy. Call, the polo shirt was a dead giveaway, fuck, dog. And he has on like three different fucking polo dog, shirts. In he this, definitely this did a new polo shirt reveal this episode. Fucking polo association. <laughs> God, God damn it. The, the big horse. Shout out to my man, Nim Low, man. I I don't mean to associate him with this Peggy dude, but he the, he the, he the low head I know. But, Jesus. Um, yeah, man. Um, I mean, it wasn't a shock. I, I kind of felt like. Just to, just to, I don't know, he was just giving me kind of snitch vibes. You know what I'm saying? The way he yeah. was sort of like capping about certain stories and stuff like that. Oh, shit. He was just giving snitch vibes. Like, like, like even his wife, she be capping, or whoever she is to him, baby Still mama. his girlfriend 30 years later. Yeah, she be capping too, man. She's, on, one, on one hand, she said, I don't know what a drug dealer is supposed to look like. Next hand, she said, he wasn't the first drug dealer that I've been with. I'm like, all right, which hand are we talking about here? Just say he wasn't a greasy black guy. He didn't think he'd get in this much trouble. Oh, is that what she you meant to say? I feel like it because they dated drug dealers before that got away with it, right? Like, and, and maybe I'm being harsh because Coke was fairly new, right? They were maybe what the second or third like big Coke takedown in America, sure. Whatever. Oh, they were, yeah, like they're oh, okay. they're considered one of the oldest takedowns, right? Mm, so it's them, okay. it's Griselda, right? Um, nobody else really got popped until like mid 90s, got it. Um, but yeah. They they come to his house one morning after breakfast, mm-hmm. get him the fuck out of there. Um, they said so they raided and they said that they knew that he was there because, well, they, Peggy gave him up. They gave up their location. Well, no, no, Sal, no, no. right? 
No, well, they were raided because, and they knew that Peggy was there because they were watching from the house across the street. Oh, yeah, we're talking about Peggy. Oh, yeah. that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He um, was like, if I'd have stayed in Little Havana, this wouldn't have happened. You should have fucking stayed in Little that's Havana. Wh- this is why you don't get your money and leave the hood, folks. Build up where you're from. Period. Okay? Build up where you're from. It's the people that you grew up with. Who you took care you of, who will take care of you. There you go, man. Build up where you're from. Stop leaving the hood. We're not I mean, leave you to sell drugs. Leave, if you got to leave the hood, you still uh, take care of it. Yeah, build the hood up. Move back or whatever you got to do. Don't do your shit where you're not safe. How's there, that? There you go. That's a um, good way to put it. They take him to jail. They tell him no bond. Mm-hmm. You know, throwing the book at him. 25 to life. Peggy was like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. This nigga draws a fucking map yeah, he, of La Grosse Island. Yo, he drew not only a map. He drew an aerial map yeah. of Star Island. <laughs> well, well, Star and La Grosse aren't the same thing, oh, okay, but it, they're bad. similar things. Right, it's, right. it's just another island right. in Miami where rich people live. There's like 12 houses on it. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, drew right. a fucking map. This guy, bro. For fuck, to get Sal. Yes, to get Sal. Mm-hmm. So he didn't want to give up Willie. He didn't know where Willie was, I don't think. I don't, he, well, he nah, because you got to know where your sister's at. Well, maybe that he didn't say he didn't want to. Right. He just said that he gave up Sal. He so I don't want to say that he didn't want to give up Willie. Okay. But it was, he just chose to give up Sal. Right. He gave So he gives up Sal. Feds go to find Sal. They raid him, They raid his crib. He He's not there, but they know he's close because his wallet with 50 passports or whatever is still Why around. don't y'all have a go? Like, y'all just weren't, again, it was early. Yeah. But I feel like drug dealers should have a go bag. Yeah. So there was, you know what's funny? So I am going to jump ahead a little bit. To, to to make this point, they made it a point to say when they were talking about. Okay, let me just say this. Willie paid somebody to make up his bed in prison. Yeah, that lets you know the level of like, entitlement. like not just entitlement, but like this like this layer of like sloppiness, of like I'm not going to do it myself. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like. Like and and I don't mean to like if you don't make up your bed you're slow. I don't mean that, but I mean like you like, laziness. There there's a certain discipline you have to have. Yeah, I think in order to be a very successful, not to you know can uh, you know can leave a room untraceable. There's a certain discipline you have to have, and paying a nigga to goddamn go on make up your bed doesn't scream that discipline, right? Right, and and you're right, but it's just mind blowing that I'm not even asking you to you know blow up a whole room, right? Yeah. I'm asking you to keep all of your passports and driver's licenses in one easy to grab a little bag. safe, a little safe that's like this that you can not just... even not even a safe. Put it in a cute little backpack by the door. That's even you know what? That's a good point. A cute little inconspicuous red yeah. Jan sport. A little like you said, a little go bag. You know, put a put a couple, you know, twenty, thirty thousand dollars in it. Right. And when it's time to go, you can just go. Cause if that was the case, when he snuck out the back, he could have taken his little red Jan sport. Yeah. Sped off on a jet ski into the sunset. Oh man. And and he would have still been a fugitive to this day. Instead, he got caught by German shepherds and dragged out. Yeah, dog. Yeah. So the these guys, you know. Um And somebody in the house gave up Willie because they were all pissing their fucking pants. Fam. They how? didn't say who. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty yeah. Whoever it was, man. I mean, paperwork. I'm sure if we dug it up, we would know plain and clear who it is. Yeah. But they basically said, "I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to go to jail. I can give you Willie." Ain't nobody asked you that. Nobody even asked you about. <laughs> that's the there's like there's layers to being a snitch. So layer one is the Peggy, right? They ask you a question, you answer it. Okay, fine. I Self-serving. Snitched. 
That's yeah. that's a level one snitch. Level two is like a whole different type of snitch. It's like, <laughs> yo, you got me for stealing this candy bar. I'll tell you where the body's at. You know who did that? You remember in The Wire, Randy? Yeah. That's a Randy snitch, bro. Okay. Yeah, that's a Randy. And now, uh, of course, I don't fault Randy. Randy was a young kid that didn't want, he wasn't, he that wasn't was even raised by his biological mom. That was the saying? one season that was really hard for me to get through. Yeah, the season four. Yeah, yeah I, I skipped a lot of season four. But but essentially, that's what Randy did in The Wire. Yeah. Oh, y'all, yo, yo, don't take me down for no candy bars. I'll tell you where some potties are at. Like, like literally, Randy, that's what he did. did. Honey, chocolate. Yeah. Like, so whoever I'm, we just gonna call this guy Randy. Whoever this guy yes, was in the house, he's Randy. He was Randy. He's Randy. He said, "Yo, no, don't. I just, I'll tell you where Willie's at." They go pick up fucking Willie. There it is. So now they got everybody. They got well, at least all the key essential players, except for Thavi, because when everybody was getting taken down, yep. Thavi and his wife. What is his wife's name? Um, is it like it's not an Aliana? It's not Alina. Alina's Alina, Willie's yeah, wife. That was Willie's wife. And Alexia um, is Peggy's girlfriend. Peter's girlfriend. Right. Hold up. Uh, hold up. I think I wrote it down. Maybe I didn't write it down. But either way. Yeah, they go on the run. Yeah, they're like, you know what? Actually, we don't feel like jail time is for us. Right. We are going to get the fuck. Right. Oh, damn. We're... Oh, Gina. Gina. Tabby, Tabby and Gina. Yes. Yep, they go missing. They get the fuck. So, yeah. So, uh, all right. So, basically... When they get popped, um, this is so. This is April of 1989 when all this happens. Mm-hmm. So the charges are conspiracy, um, obviously, uh, you know, running a whole network distribution of cocaine. It's a RICO. For RICO happened. There it is. They yeah. didn't have the name for it. One point two billion dollars in narcotics, bro. Seventy five tons of coke. Oh my gosh, bro. Like they were really, really getting to the 2.1. 2.1 what? It was 2.1, not 1.2. Oh, did my dyslexia kick in? Yeah, it just flashed on stage. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. So 2.1 then. Duh. That is a lot of money. It's a lot of coke. That's a lot of coke, bro. You know what I be wondering? You ever seen these situations where like people start flushing coke down to, uh, like down to like down the the toilet and stuff I wish like I that. Could see my face. What are you about to say? No, I, that shit is that shit is it gets into the water supply, <laughs> right? The water is treated. Yeah, but it's treated for coke. So why don't they treat? Why don't they, why don't they treat niggas in rehab with the same shit they treat the water with? I don't think they should. In, Donald Trump. I don't think they should inject humans with bleach and chlorine. <laughs> are you okay? That is true. Now that was a little bit of humor, but I, <laughs> but uh, I, I have always just thought that, like, yo, that's. All, you think the fish are getting high? You never know, bro. You Probably never really know. Probably really clean toilet bowl. Huh? Probably really clean toilet bowl. Yeah, Coke man. And abrasive. <laughs> I, Better than Ajax. I, and I, of course, I sound dumb because I don't know exactly, I don't know the in and outs of water supply. Like when you flush, I don't know where it goes. Except the tank. And yeah, it's but then it's I stored don't, and then it's, it gets sent. By- well, the, the solid waste is stored, but not the water. The water gets sent. Yeah, but I mean, it gets into a treatment plant. Yeah, so. Like it doesn't just go like back into, it's not coming up your sink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that. But like, so, you know. Anyway, we're kind of we're not city planners. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I really don't know. I really don't care. But oh. so yeah, they they have all the coke. Mm-hmm. They get caught. They're talking to Willie and Sal. Willie and Sal hire 
the finest of 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 drug trafficking lawyers that money can buy. Duh. Okay, we, we can't gloss over this. All right. <laughs> so th- to me, this is when the connection started happening. Mm-hmm. Okay, this mm-hmm. is the, this is the connection we were talking about in episode one. How is this going to intersect with Cocaine Cowboys, the documentaries, or with just the ecosystem, the the documentary as well, but the ecosystem around them? Because we were like, how are you getting all this done? Right. That's very true. So so. All right, they made it a point to say that the assets were seized, all of their money. And then there was even like a little clause that said even assets that are not seized because these were all ill-gotten. Right. Right. So it's like not just the money we can see, but if even if you come up with money, you can't Fuck pay out of for here. this. Right. So they hire Albert Krieger, who at the time he got hired was working on John Gotti's case. Duh. That's crazy. Right. Uh, Roy Black. Who is my real mom's. <sighs> lawyer Griselda Blanco Griselda Blanca's lawyer and then um Frank Rubino who was fucking Noriega's lawyer well Noriega's (laughs) lawyer so you start doing the math here you're getting it from the Columbia this is where that that conversation about vested interest comes into me Mm -hmm. because you got basically you get your cocaine from the Colombians Mm -hmm. which is where Willie and Sauer getting it from Mm -hmm. okay your top at 1.2 billion you are undoubtedly or excuse me, 2.1 mm-hmm. billion, you are undoubtedly, if not the top performers, right? You don't get the gold. If you're not getting the gold star for sales in the United States, yeah. you are definitely number two. You, yeah. and, and, and there's no doubt about it. You're either number one or two top performers in the United States. Yeah. So therefore, you are not... Um, your region's doing well. Yeah, your region's doing well. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you're not replaceable. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, you, you there's a vested interest here. So when they started rolling down who his, who their defense team, who they dubbed the White Powder Bar. the wh- I love it. The White Powder Bar? Oh, and just because we're making the connection, when we get to the Griselda's lawyer, uh-huh. he was also a Kennedy's lawyer. Correct. Uh, and Griselda Blanco tried to kidnap a Kennedy kidnap child. It. To get out of jail, right? So, so if you're if you're tracking this conversation and what we're saying, basically, because the, they never said how they got paid, mm-hmm. like the lawyers, which to me, man, this is like the epitome of that privilege you were speaking of in mm-hmm. episode one. The, the the Krieger guy, I feel the way about Krieger the way I kind of feel about George. Like I don't like this Krieger guy. No, he's a fucking slime ball. He's a slimy and he's mad, mad, mad arrogant. Guess bro. what he has in common with everybody else's slime ball up here? What? Brown teeth. God. Yeah, you out here noticing the teeth. I don't even be paying attention. His teeth that. are quite noticeable. Okay. I will say the camera work, this is what this if I had to critique Billy Corbin on anything that he does. With these documentaries, I feel like his tight angle is far too freaking tight. Well, he's making a point. Actually, I think it's important, right? Because everyone bad has brown teeth. Maybe that is. You think that you think that's part of his storyboard? Maybe it's like an orange in the fucking Godfather, bro. I don't know, but (laughs) it would seem that everybody with brown teeth has let us down. Is a slimy? Is a slimy crimey? I am simply just pointing out the facts. All right, I get it, but um. So so they made it a point to not say how they got paid. They just kind of like alluded like uh, uh, Albert Krieger I think specifically said something like he gave me he gave me an explanation where the money came from and it was sufficient for me. And yes. then Roy Black I think he said something like he or, or was it the other guy Ruby I think it was uh Roy it was Black. Rubio. It was R- Rubino? Yeah. Basically said, you know, I got paid and I filed the proper IRS, which to me is a sufficient answer, right? Like 
That that's that's a lot more humble than hey, he gave me an explanation, I believed it. You know. Fam, but even that, like to the privilege of it, mm-hmm. I know that they aren't allowed to touch the amount of money that it would take to pay the three of us. Right. So when they did it, I simply went to the IRS and said they did it. Yeah. And nobody got in trouble. And nobody got in trouble. So me personally, I think the Colombians, I think Pablo paid for their lawyers. That's that that that's what I think. Like I think that and I I mean I don't know if we'll ever find that out. I mean yeah. good, good, good conspiracy will never figure that out. But to me, to me, the Colombians, and when I say the Colombians, I mean Pablo, I feel like probably paid for their lawyers. Um, which which obviously because you know, you want the best, you want your you want your guys to feel like we got you. Yeah. Right? So that's what I think. I think I think I think Pablo paid for the lawyers. What do you think? I think Pablo paying for it sounds um really uh I don't wanna say crazy, but like that'd be quite a thing to say. Mm-hmm. But they do make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess it's not too far off. Right. But I think that all of their clients had a vested interest. Right. And when we get further into the episode, we know that there were also political and law people who had a vested interest in them not talking. You're right. So I I think that there were a lot of people who were very interested in making sure they had a good defense team. Right. From Noriega, even though Noriega was mostly muscle, still he had a vested interest in the the code game. Right. Griselda is my real mom. And right. you know, she's most benevolent, right? She's the nice lady in the world. Right. As long as you don't piss her off. Um, or she'll kill you like her husband. But you know, you don't piss her off, you're good. You're great. I don't, I don't associate but the word benevolent with Griselda. She's the ahead. most benevolent. What do you mean? What define benevolent? Don't be mean to her. Oh, that's what benevolent means? Don't be mean to me? It means and I'm just telling you right now, don't be mean to her. She's okay. a nice lady. Okay. <laughs> She's a nice lady. All right, if you say so. And I don't um I don't know if John Gotti I I feel like the mob or the mafia mm-hmm. they had to have something to do with this. That's a lot of money. I don't know yeah, how I mean, invested, they, but I just and nothing's telling me they were. It just feels like yeah. that's a lot of money that the Italians and the Irish ain't touching. They 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 want a piece. I, I, I could I f- be wrong. See, but. I feel like I feel like these guys are bigger than the mafia in terms of like in oh, terms absolutely. of income. No, absolutely. But I think in terms of ego, no one's bigger than the Italian mafia, right? Like these fuckers wear suits to go to the bathroom. But Interesting. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> wear like, suits to go to the Name a wow. single mob movie where you've seen someone dressed down. Oh well, the first season of Sopranos. Tony Soprano stayed in cargo shorts. Tony Soprano a was a fat fuck, probably couldn't fit much. Else. No, no, no. It it, it changed afterwards. So I think I think I've never uh, watched the Sopranos. Oh, you never seen the Sopranos? I oh, think I've you seen are maybe two wild. Oh, you're wild. Is that an yeah. off-season thing we have to do? Maybe I don't know. There's too many seasons. There's there's, there's six seasons of the Sopranos. Oh, I wouldn't no, know where to start much. on that. Yeah, no. We'd have we got to do the wire before the Sopranos if we do that. Like, I'm sorry, but yeah, no. Tony <laughs> Soprano first season wore cargo shorts and. And and you know and ch- chancletas everywhere, <laughs> you know what I'm that saying? And, and 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 uh, and how do we get a yo know, sidebar, man? How do we get away with saying wife beaters for so long, bro? Wife beater shirts. 
I'm what? not gonna become a black feminist on this fucking podcast. Okay, all right. Just, I just, you know, that's just a question I had. So he, women but don't be important, bro. He, he, <laughs> you said it. I don't feel that way, but uh, he wore he, tank tops, cargo shorts, and chancletas everywhere. Season one, and then I think, I think the actual mafia, some guys that were actually in the mafia, had something to say about that. Like the Don don't wear shorts, bro. You see what I'm saying? And and, <laughs> the, and then after that, it was all business. It was right. all you know what you're talking about, the right? So three piece suits and, and good such. suits though. Yeah. Very, normally good suits, but I think that somehow, I, and again, I'm reaching into my ass for that. I mean, it could be that they also had an interest, but we know that Noriega had an interest for sure. We know that Griselda had an interest for sure. We know that any politician they're paying off had an interest for sure. Um, probably high ranking law enforcement had an interest. For sure, but all these, but none of these people could go on record with financial support, right? But I mean, technically, they didn't really have to. The lawyer was saying, "I got money. The money was good. I filed it." Well, there you go. So I was going to say, what, so what you're saying now, what you're saying there, for all we know, the mayor the paid for this. Of, goes into the bucket of how it was so easy to file IRS paperwork, right? Right. Right. So, okay. Because it had to be a. It could not have come from Sal and Willie. It just couldn't have. Right. So, and it couldn't come from Noriega either. Yeah. It couldn't come from somebody. That much money and you're filing with the IRS could not come from someone obscure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if you're filing an 8500, an 8500 is like when you go to the car dealership and you want to pay for your car in cash. Mm-hmm. Anything more than 10 grand, they have to figure out where you got it from. Yeah. So the IRS go look at that. Yeah. So it had to be someone who so, had that much money to pay these three amazing defense lawyers. Right. I use amazing very loosely. <laughs> the, these three well-trained right. and successful, how's that? Yeah. Defense no, lawyers. They're, depending on how this trial ends up, they were definitely amazing. <laughs> right. They got John Gotti off. Yeah. Um, Griselda went home. Griselda went home. Noriega went home. Yeah. So. Did Noriega went home? I think for that, Noriega had a couple trials. One, just one. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, needless to say, these lawyers got paid. I think it was Colombian. Somehow, you know, obviously through means, you know, they're yeah. leaning on somebody, a company cuts a check. Right. Voila. You know what I mean? Um, so, but to me, this is where the story, the intersection of the yep. story yep. hits. Um, we were looking for that. So, yeah. 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 And, and, uh, I definitely think that it's going to be an anchor point for some sort of stories about Griselda. And I just think it's hilarious how Griselda, like you pointed out, Griselda's lawyer mm-hmm. represented a Kennedy in his rape charge. Yeah. And I, I didn't look at it, but I believe it is the same Kennedy whose kid she tried to kidnap. I feel like it might have been for sure. I feel like it might have been. I, we should probably look at that before we say it, but either way, because yeah. if you're not familiar, Griselda Blanco on the run um, in an effort to get rid of her charges, mm-hmm. she had the fucking cojones to organize a an attempted kidnapping of a Kennedy child yeah. to hold him hostage yeah. in return for her freedom and then letting her go to Colombia. Crazy. Crazy, dog. Did, like I did, said, was that a, did, she, did she accomplish that? I don't know. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't I f- think so. I feel so. like that yeah. got thwarted. I feel like that's there like, oh, this bitch is fucking nuts. Get her now. Yeah, she, but, Get her right now. But to know that like the, she had a lawyer that represented, the, her lawyer, Roy Black, represented both her and that Kennedy. And they had to know that she did it. Yeah, man. It was so public that, knowledge. That's that's so tricky, bro. That's like, gangster. But that lets you know these lawyers, man. 
These Scum. lawyers, bro. Like, I mean, you, you've seen, you've seen, um, you've seen um, Breaking Bad, right? No. Salt. You never seen Breaking Bad. Yo, fam, how are you part of the most well versed drug deal drug dealer underworld podcast of all time? I hate to and, remember and that you've time. Never seen Breaking Bad. Remember how long it took you to get me to watch Succession? No, no, I got you no, no, to watch no, no, Succession no. with one text message. No, because you were like the fifth person to tell me. Okay, see, I didn't have backstory to all that. You didn't know that, but either way, I was. I remember I was like, oh, people keep telling me to watch it. Like the third or fourth person to tell me, I'll go ahead okay. and watch it. Got it. Remember when I told you why I just wasn't interested in watching Succession off looking at it? No, what'd you say? I, I don't be interested in what white people be going through, and that sounds bad, but. Oh, okay. It's, no. So talk, that's the reasoning for Breaking Bad. Yeah, like you're, you're selling meth. All right, because someone somebody got sick, so you're selling meth to pay for it. Oh, yeah, nah, you should watch Breaking Bad. Okay, fam. it's it's it gets very like I'd be interested in the shits, and get, I and I prefer true stuff normally, which is another reason why I never got into Sopranos or Breaking Bad. Like, there's nothing for me to cross reference it with, so it doesn't sit with me. Yeah, they're I mean they're both fictional for sure. Yeah, but but I mean, I would say Sopranos is a lot more truer to life. Mm-hmm. A lot more, you know, closer to reality. Of probably no, I regret the not seeing the Sopranos. Now. Not watching the Sopranos now at this point is like why I don't watch Grey's. It's way too much. Okay. And there's way too many spoilers everywhere. No, I'm going to tell you why it's a good time to do it. Because now they're coming out with Saints of Newark. The uh, many Saints of Newark. The uh, the prequel to the Sopranos. That comes out in October. So should I binge the Sopranos? What yeah, saying? I think you should. Eight, okay. Yeah, yeah um, the many Saints of Newark comes to HBO Max. Is that why everyone on Twitter has been talking about Sopranos? They're all binging it before that? Yeah, yeah, Is yeah. that what's going Because it's coming okay. back. Because the prequel. So in the prequel, you know, the guy who played Tony Soprano passed away. Oh. Um, God bless um, I forget his name in real life, man. Oh, man. This is going to kill me. This is gonna kill me, man. And I know there's somebody on the other end of this, like oh, yelling at us, such and such. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he he passed away in real life. Okay. Maybe about, I'd say at this point, maybe about like thirteen years ago. Oh wow. You know, Ten years ago. What is this? Two thousand. No, we're in what? Two thousand twenty-one. Correct. Yeah, I want to say I I forget exactly when he passed. I'm I'm looking it up on IMDb right now. He passed away. Quite some time ago, and um, his son is actually playing Tony Soprano's. Oh, character. very cool. Yeah, so the, so that's a that's it's a that's pretty honorable. cool thing. Yeah. Um, uh, James Gandolfini, that's his name. Uh, God bless the dead. One of the greatest actors, bro. Like, you're like you'll fall in love with him as Tony Soprano, man. He's like no, and again, I, I've seen tons of Sopranos clips. Like, mm-hmm. I get the stuff. I think that's another reason. It's like The Wire. Got like, it. I I get it. So I, now there's nothing really for me to watch. Like, I watched The Wire, but. That's what took me so long, even with the wire. It was like, okay, it's such a cultural thing now. Right. I don't feel like I need to. I know every Sopranos like in, inside joke, quote unquote. No, I get you, all the references. You think you do because you know what you know, but you don't get it all. Like that's the thing. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying yeah. they make sense to me. Like they're not foreign. I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. Okay, and he passed away 2013. Okay. Um. So anyway, so yeah, this would be a good time to binge watch Sopranos because of that. They're bringing that back. Okay. Um. But. But yeah, man, so these lawyers are obviously pieces of shit. White. Um, for them to have the nickname the White Powder Bar is crazy. And they weren't proud of it, but they're the ones who brought it up. Yeah, they definitely bought it up. Basically because most of their clients dealt with cocaine. Right. So, all right. So, so Willie and Sal go to prison. Mm-hmm. Um, they work up the illest scheme of all time. These men are intelligent. Very intelligent, bro. Um, to basically, once they found out that they were going to be in shoe, 
They were going to be in who? Solitary, special housing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they were going to end up 23 hours a day in a cell. Yes, in a cell. They worked out a scheme to have their legal teams basically come in for most of the day. Paralegals even have this like authority that can be considered legal counsel. So anybody who's labeled a paralegal can basically come in and you have you are granted visitation with your with your counsel. Mm-hmm. So Sal convinces Marilyn, that's her name, right? Fucking Marilyn Bonacher. To become a paralegal, or at least to say you are. Not just her though. Yeah, not just her. Tons of people right. became paralegals. So they said they had the A team and they had the B team. That fucking slimeball Albert Krieger was like, look, <laughs> we didn't know shit about that. He's like, look, I was never going down to that fucking jail. Yeah. I'm too good to be in jail. Yeah. We were worried about the case. Yeah. The B team dealt with the jail shit. Right. Right. Basically, he was lying because Marilyn, again, spilled the beans. No, Albert and Robert were there. Yeah. They were in one room. They were the next because yeah. basically everyone in their inner circle became paralegals. Mm-hmm. So they could keep them out of the cell. Marilyn's like, yeah, I'd go up there. I'd pull out Willie, pull out Sal, whoever else, like five or six other guys. Crazy. I'd pull out and we'd just be talking and kicking it all day. Yeah. And it's attorney-client privilege, so no one can watch the room. No one can listen in on the room. Right. She's sneaking shit in. Fucking lobster. Sneaking lobster in the shit, bro. Like, what are you going to do with lobster in this moment? I've seen Goodfellas. (laughs) Yeah, but this ain't that. It might have been. Yeah, it sounded like it might have been. It might. They were paying off guards. And then she says she even commenced to say that they had 30-second sex. Like, another (laughs) reason why I know she ain't shit. Nobody asked you how long it lasted. She said it lasted all of 30 seconds anyway. Like, who who asked you that? Marilyn Bonacea? This is how this is how you I give you set you still seven point five seven point seven million dollars for me. And this is how you repay me. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, nah, she a little crazy. She you right. Something something you right. It's a fly in the milk. Yeah, it's nah, a fly in the milk. Yeah, you you right about that. She now, trying to sell it as oh I was there for him. She's making it a point to do all that for a reason. Right, because you were still I mean still being there for him filling out these because he t- he was slick. He taught her how to fill out the ledgers. These and turned her into. Wait a minute. Yeah. These motherfuckers got caught. Yeah. Because of ledgers. Because of ledgers. And, and the first Ledger thing himself. he does. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing he does is says, hey, Marilyn, Sal. Right. Hey, Marilyn, babe, you know, I pay the missionaries. Right. And the, he's trying to convince this dumb broad right. to now run this organization yeah. for him. And she's too stupid to realize it. Yeah. And he's like, hey, babe. I got to pay the little old ladies at church. Right. I do it every month, right? Bring me a couple ledgers. Right. I go to the stash house. I'll show you how to do it. Yeah, I'll show you how to do it. So it starts off that way. Right. Now it's, hey, can you put money on me and Willie's commissary? Yeah. I don't need to write that down, yeah, stupid. But she writes it down. It's like, what are you keeping tabs for, bro? Because they're payments and they're still running the entire. She said it. The business yeah. still ran. So now she's paying. She's writing down. The names and um fucking DOC numbers of the people who she's paying off right. in jail. She's writing down the names of the guards. Now, okay, now that I understand. I understand why you would write that down. That's real leverage. That's real leverage because you're paying people that are part of a system where they that that has governmental oversight. 
You know what I'm saying? Some sort of governmental oversight. So to me, that's leverage. Writing down, you know, who who you're giving the cocaine to is not leverage, bro. That's just like, just remember that. No, but I mean that. Reconcile the transaction, burn the ledger. So maybe with DOC, right? Because sure, you're leveraged because they're there. So if they try to snitch here, I got you on this. I, I was paying you off. Yeah. But why are you writing down the name of the guards? Yeah, leverage. That, or that or, part I understand. Or bribery. Or bribery. It could work in your favor or it could get you fucked up. Oh, that's a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she didn't say anything, but she alluded to the business was still running the way it was supposed to. Yeah. And and because they're showing us the ledgers in editing, that means she got caught doing this. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And they're blacking out stuff now. Yeah. Yo, everything's redacted on these damn no, but remember in the first episode, the ledgers were free to read. Yeah. But now here. Oh, now they're redacted. They're redacted. Yeah. Right? Because because baby is involved with these. Yeah. Oh, boy. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And then she's like, and they were saying, oh, this girl's going to, you know, rob you blind, take all your money. Mm-hmm. And she says, well, you know, I took some, but I didn't leave them broke. Yeah, I took a few million. I mean, over the years. Yeah. That took word. Yeah. If you're doing all this freely. I'm sure that he was also paying her. Um, yeah, he better have been. I'm sure that she had access to a certain amount of something. Right. So why were you taking? Yeah. So now my new angle is he finds out she's taking. I, I'm going to follow you there. And she feels slighted. She feels slighted. Or she gets caught somehow. Right. After he gets mad about it, she gets caught. And then she's like, well, you know what? I was doing this for him. See, I feel like she she said she said like I didn't realize I was running the operation. I think she knew exactly what she was doing. I think I think here she's acting like she didn't know that oh I got swallowed by this big snake and then it's too late for me to turn Bitch, back. No, you did it. Yeah, I you think, were delivering and you kept saying you were going to stash houses to get money. Exactly. If you're going to a stash house to get money, I'm sure someone else is meeting you there for the coke. Because how are you keeping them? You see what I'm saying? That, but but that to me, like between her and then what what uh, Peggy's uh, girlfriend is, is like these women. They think we they, stupid as they are. Yeah, it's, it's it's like they really think that they're like smarter than the situation. And if you were smart in the situation, you wouldn't be in it. Yeah, you wouldn't be given an interview. <laughs> Not even Billy that. Corbin's you wouldn't have gotten married to a drug dealer. I don't get you wrong. I talk my shit right. I do, and there there is a certain allure. But at the same time, you don't build a life with these people. Or if you do, who said it? Um, fucking, you gotta be ready to tur- to run away at any Goodfellas. No, that's heat. Casino. That's heat. It was heat. Yeah, you I mix that movies yeah. at any given time. You gotta be willing to walk away. Yeah, that's Neil McCullough. Thank you. Yes, yeah. you're absolutely right. Yeah. You gotta be willing to walk away at any given time. No look back. Like yeah. you just you're ready to run. You can't get attached. Right. These bitches have convinced even themselves of the bullshit they were saying out loud. Yeah. Well, in all fairness, heat hadn't come out by <laughs> so they didn't have a reference. But it can't the idea there are some yeah. women who are intelligent enough. That idea came from somewhere. Yeah, well. Because think about it. You ain't heard shit about Sal's actual wife. That bitch got going. Sal's actual wife. Sal was married. Oh yeah, that's right. He was married. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't hear about Willie, the mother of Willie's twins. That bitch got going. Yeah, they got yeah, they got in the wind quick. They said, you know what? This here? Not for me. I have children. I have a life. Give me X amount. I'm getting the fuck. Right. So let's rewind real quick. Let's rewind back to Tabby and his wife. Uh was it Gabby? What was her name again? Did I Tabby say? Tabby and Gina. And Gina. So 
Tabi, uh, uh, Peggy basically said that like they they're fugitives, right? Mm-hmm. So they, they they got in the wind, and he said he hasn't seen them for twenty five years. Mm-hmm. I wonder does their story come back up? Like, yes. Oh, it does. I researched ahead. Yeah. Oh, you researched ahead. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't so, want to spoil it. People might be listening with us, but it does come back up. Right. I'm pretty. I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to say. I'm sure they got clipped at some point. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there it is. All right. Um, I wish you hadn't spoiled that for me, but that's okay. Um, I mean, I asked for it. I really you did. did. I just asked for it. So um, I won't tell you how or when. How's that? Okay. Yeah. That'll work. Um, I'm pretty sure it was short after they got on the run, but <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, don't tell me. So anyway. Okay. Um, all right. What is a proffer? That was a word I didn't understand. I never heard the word proffer before. Proffer, as I understand it. Mm-hmm. And again, with my limited understanding, so yeah, Google it while I'm yeah, talking. For sure, um, it's just a legal offer mm-hmm. for the most part. Proffer. Oh, the the word offer is in there. What's, I don't know if that's the what it, I don't know, but I know that it's like a prosecution's offer, maybe a prosecutor's offer. I don't. Proffer? I think proffer something means it's not an acronym. I think it means something, but no, no. But I'm saying like. I don't think they tie two words together. You don't think so? No. I, I think I could I think be wrong. The English, I think I think law language is that like primitive to where they probably, would, but, but, but keep going though. I've been in trouble for like very small stuff, like driving without a license, right? So you make a you have a proffer of information of you know this is what happened. Right. I'm um, similar to an affidavit, but the way that they talk about Willie and Sal's proffer mm-hmm. is very different. Mm. Is very different. So while he's looking that up, basically. Behind the scenes and unbeknownst to anyone, Willie was working with a whole separate lawyer to create a, a plan if things went left and they tried to give them life. Right. Um, to basically snitch on everyone who was able to be paid off, on everyone who was involved in their organization. And by everyone, I mean everyone above them. I don't think they were trying to give up anyone inside of their organization mm-hmm. but the people around who were making it work like they were blacking out politicians yeah, names it was a lot of redacted that was the one that senator, was like full but they had redacted. titles right like there yeah. were senators there were um uh uh something to do with cuba with castro there was a lot of people there was stuff about castro yeah. in there like it was it seemed way above anybody's pay grade yeah and willie it was 30 pages of him just singing like a canary, yeah. right? And there was one copy of it that stayed with this lawyer. They treated it like the knock list from Mission Impossible, yeah. if you're familiar with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so it was, we're going to try this Hail Mary. Mm-hmm. It's, and what they offered was um, 40 years. Mm-hmm. We're going to cooperate. You'll knock that 40 out of 20. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, we'll give you $40 million and we'll give you 4,000 keys. Right. Which in the grand scheme of things was nothing. Right, as a, as a pinch. But it felt good. Probably right. it should have felt good to the state. On top of the opportunity to get all of these people. Like, well, this is this ain't the state. This is the United States government. Right. right. Excuse me. The <laughs> yeah. federal government. Right. Yeah. Like there were politicians and and law enforcement yeah. and public figures involved. Right. And the federal government said no. So real quick, let me let me. I'm, I'm going to give the definition okay. of proffer from Webster as a noun. Uh, it's, in, in, it's in reference to U.S. law. An offer made to a prosecutor by a, per, by a person who is a subject of a criminal investigation to provide information in exchange for limited immunity or a plea bargain agreement. So, Right. 
So um, I guess it's a plea bargain initiated by the plaintiff, by the defendant, excuse me. Yeah, by the defendant. Versus right. by the state. Right. So why would the government turn that down? Because they had a hard-on to get rid of two drug dealers. Because okay. of the amount of money they brought in. The, that had to be it. See. But according to the guy, Neil Taylor, I think was his name. I forget. They didn't even read it. Oh, they didn't even read it. Okay. He said they just kind of thumbed through it and saw the conditions at the end and said no. See, you know, because I have a perspective on why, if I'm With the Neil U.S. Thomas. government. I have a perspective on why, if I'm the U.S. Money, government. Money, 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 money. No, no. Bigger than that. If you take this plea deal, it's because the information is true. Is true. You know what I'm saying? So, and and that's a I, lot to admit. That's a lot to admit, and a lot. There's a lot of heads that are going to roll, and you don't know how far up the chain this is going to. This is also around the time the CIA was also bringing in coke. So yeah, that. so that's a big indictment. And the, the, they were anti-Castro sentiments in there, which is like, wait, you were funding the Bay of Pig or something? Like, yeah. where were you? But I'm gonna be honest though. It's probably a good. It's probably a good thing that they turned this down, because I think a lot of lives would have got really ruined. Oh, niggas! Like would've... history would have been different. Oh, fam. Probably. Yeah. For 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 cocaine. There'd be another show for us to talk about. Yeah, it'd be blowfall. <laughs> right. Like <laughs> you thought, fucking snowfall was interesting. Right. So so I, in a in a way, I can see why the American government wouldn't play ball in that way. Um, that was that was a man. I wish I could read that document, man. I wish I could get like a. a I want to know in the bitch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. But again, one copy exists, and it's and it's black marked out. But this see this dude, man. He got he got cojones for daggone even coming on this and talking about it, because that's why I want to know what's going on with Willie and Sal. Because you ain't seen them in, in person yet. That's true. That's You've true. You've seen everybody else with Willie and Sal. But you know, you know what I, you know what else I'm thinking too. Probably all those people that were named in those documents are probably all gone. They're probably all gone. But the documents but, are also redacted. He, there's no real information given up. You can't see anything in the documents. Yeah, no, you can't see anything. Yeah. But I'm saying he read those documents. He knows those names. But you can't hold it against him. You you chose not to make it real. Yeah, Them okay. denying it denied I, its reality. I get your point. I get your um, point. So, yeah, so the, so the American government refused to take that offer, which was probably smart on their behalf. And they said, you want to go to war? Let's go to war. And then right after that, Willie's wife... It's murdered. Oh my God, bro. Okay, so all right, so you have a theory. Well, you you said something. You were like, I don't believe that this. Yeah. So Willie's wife is murdered coming out of the beauty parlor. Right. Um, Willie finds out, quote unquote, watching TV in jail. Was the dude named Randy Watson who turned himself Fucking in? Who was Rand- his name? Randall's, Randall Randall Smith, something like that. Something Smith. Uh, Randy Randall. I think it was Randy. Yeah, Randy Smith. Randy Smith. Right. right. So Alina gets murdered. Mm-hmm. Over money. She, they say she's getting um, mugged or whatever. Mm-hmm. The cops make up a story because all they said was the cops put out the word. Right. That Willie Falcon is putting a million dollar bounty on whoever murdered his wife. Yeah. That, that'll. that And then magically, the case gets solved well, with me... this black kid two days later who is so excited, in the video at least, yeah. to be taking this rap. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that's the person who did it. Okay. Now, do I believe that Willie put a hit out on his wife? No. I don't believe that Willie did it. Right. I believe that someone may have. Put a hit out on Willie's wife. Right. Okay. Um, She was one person who had a lot of information from very early on. 
who wasn't who wasn't under the threat of going to jail. Yeah, but the way she died, though, they they described it like somebody was trying to snatch her purse. She didn't give it up. Somebody described it. Yeah, some like an innocent bystander, like somebody who was with her at, was the, at, the, at the hair bystander? at the hair shop. Was I don't know you. I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Six. Somebody called nine one one. Yeah. And she sounded frazzled. I, mean, I don't. I imagine whether the death is planned or not. Watching someone get shot is frazzling. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you're ever like you know. I'm not following you on the hit because uh, maybe it wasn't a hit. I'm not. I'm not saying, okay, or maybe so it wasn't. And the person with them didn't know, right? I'm not saying the person with her knew. Okay. Maybe they made it look like a mugging, and it was believable. Mm-hmm. It could have been a lot of things, but I think it's very serendipitous that mm-hmm. all this is going on, and the one person who's been around from day one, mm-hmm. who has no threats of anything, gets murdered. Yeah. I if mean, anybody knows where everything is, Willie's wife does. Because, you know, Willie's life at the party, he probably talks, you know, he pillow talks all fucking night long, probably. Right. She knows everything. Well, I can see it being a targeted hit in that way. Like, yeah. oh, that's Willie Falcone's wife. She probably keeps the, 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 the bread on her. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. Let me get to it. But, but, it, but even then, they said that there was 80000 in her car that they didn't get. Whoever shot I don't her think it get. was, right. That's why I don't think it was about money. Because also, the whoever killed they killed Willie's lawyer. You talking about uh, uh Juan? We talking about Juan Acosta? What was his name? Juan Acosta. That's what yeah. I mean. Like they're, I don't believe that Willie or Sal did that either. Well, yeah, no. I mean that was obvi- that was obviously that's, Colombian as well. That's what I'm saying. There are things that are above them now. Y'all got popped. You don't get to make decisions about certain shit no more. I, so I agree with that. I just don't see the tie into Willie's wife. Unfortunately, I think that knowledge is dangerous. That's but the way you that's but sloppy, we also we way. don't know if it, it's actually not sloppy. A black guy mugged her in the eighties, in the nineties. Excuse me. A, a a black guy mugs her and then because the nine one one call said a black guy. Part I got one shoe in with this conspiracy. I don't know. I can't. I, can't. I could be. I could be completely wrong. Yeah, I'm just I'm not, not buying that. Randy Smith did it and turned himself in <laughs> now, immediately. Now listen, he may not have done it, but it may have been a money play. Maybe it was That's what like, I'm saying. Like there there's something else going on where either this kid was paid off to take this rap for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I, I don't believe in my heart of hearts, the young man they showed us fucking skipping into the fucking jail. Do we know his story? Did you do any research on him by any chance? No, because I'm interested in what they say about it next episode, so I didn't want to. I, 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 I'm pretty sure that doesn't come back up. I feel like they're gonna bring her death back up. I could be wrong, you but I feel so? like they're not gonna leave her death alone because the way they said it affected Willie so much. Yeah, Willie uh, happy go lucky to dark. What does his darkness do? I'm interested in seeing that. Okay, I'm I'm almost willing to bet they don't bring her. Well, if they, I'll research up, it but, for next one if they don't bring it up. But man. um, I don't believe my heart of hearts that Randy Smith. Randy does. Watson. Please. Sexual chocolate, everybody. <laughs> but no, I don't believe he did that. Yeah, he yeah he was definitely way too like turned up when he got arrested. I, I wish I had a lip reader to to say to understand what he was saying. That nigga was geeked. Yeah, he was like, yeah, cause I did that. Right, and that's how he got caught because he they said that he told someone else. Yeah, he told somebody he did it. Yeah, like, loose lips, bro. Sink ships and ledgers apparently. 
Heath fucking Ledger. That's the name's episode, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. You better name the episode that. No, I named the episodes the name of the no, episode no. on the thing. Heath fucking That's, Ledger. It's a tradition we're going to carry on 6R. It's 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 easier for people to find it that than calling it Heath Jesus Ledger. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> so uh, is, is, that's pretty much all, all that happened. Oh, no, that's not no, all that not. happened here. 60 yeah. minutes, dog. I heard the little stop, the little 60 minute stopwatch, dog. All right, so this is, I didn't understand this Treasy completely when I saw couldn't believe that it was happening. I had to explain it to him. Uh, so, so, okay, judging by the music that was playing, that do 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 yeah. I'm just so used to that, like, hailing in a crescendo of, like, uh, uh, montages yeah. of, like, things happening. Uh-huh. And that's how it always, always gets used, like, in, in editing and music and stuff like that. It's like a Christmas song, I feel like. But it's almost wild. It's crazy yeah. that they use it in this way. So the way I had interpreted this was the lawyers had put out an ad in two papers or two No, no, magazines. let's talk about the ad first. Okay, let's talk about that. I thought that they had put out an ad basically saying, we want people that have any information about our clients to step up mm-hmm. and to reveal themselves, which in retrospect is dumb because they showed like a whole thing with a bunch of names. Mm-hmm. So that was dumb for me to even think that. So, so in my brain, I thought that the lawyers put out this ad for information about Willie and Sal and that these people were going to be led out and taken to the slaughter. No. Yeah. So, Break down what happened. So what actually happened was, as their defense attorneys, they had access to witnesses, right? Like you're allowed to know who's going to testify, who's going to talk. They released the names of the witnesses. Cold-blooded. Who were for the state and said, we would like to talk to these specific gentlemen about... Willie Falcone and Sal Maluda's case. If you have any information, let us know. We'd love to have a conversation with them about the case. Duh. They then released this to the Champion Magazine. Champion Magazine is a defense attorney magazine, right? So it's going to go to other lawyers who are representing <laughs> drug dealers. Big drug dealers. Right? And then to make the deal even sweeter, right? they release it in a magazine called Prison Life. Prison Life is what you think it is. Yeah. Um, it's a magazine that is circulated In inside of prisons, right? For so, niggas doing life. For niggas, right. It's like people who are really like vested it, in prison. It about live, this prison life. People who live here, right? Like people who know that they they make their bed. They're not going to spit in the corner. Yo. They like, they have things, right? Like this is their home. Receive Prison Life. Duh. So This is the most sinister this is this is genius, low key. Fam, and I think the most gangster part about it uh-huh. was Albert fucking Krieger said, "I don't have to tell you why I want information from these niggas, yeah. and I don't have to tell you how I went about getting it." They asked a the nigga on sixty minutes, at, because now keep in mind, yeah. five of the people on this list immediately were murdered. Got their head blown clean off. Immediately, yeah. the bodies start dry. This is where I was like, Neil Taylor was the guy's name for the proffer. Sorry, I was okay. right, um, but. This is where I was like, how are they doing all this with right. no bodies right. and staying clean? Yes. Here are the bodies, right? Because the five names on this list immediately were simply taken care of. Oh, my God, bro. Right? Yo. They asked a nigga on 60 Minutes, would you do it again? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he looked at that nigga like, fuck you mean? Duh. <laughs> yeah. It worked. Yeah, it, <laughs> like, it he looked at him like, it worked. Yes, I would do it again. Yo, 
fam, this is the most diabolical. This is yo. Okay, I want to be clear about that's murder. Oh, this is this is a whole other level. I want to be clear about this, man, because this this needs to be said, and because this has kind of been on my heart for a while. I don't. This show to me is not about glorifying this shit, right? It's not about glorifying like the drug trafficking, criminal activity. It feels very informational. To to me, it is. You know, I'm I'm to me for me, this is not like um. It's not snowfall. Yeah. It doesn't cause any emotions. I'm not getting attached to anybody. It's just, here's what happened. Yeah, yeah. But even in us, just in the whole idea of what this podcast is, this isn't about, for me personally, I'm speaking for Treasy. Mm -hmm. This isn't about me like being empathetic to this, being like a champion for drug, you know, for drug trafficking. Like it is what it is. The shit exists. Right. You know, but this is not about glorifying. And And I have to say this because, because I made a Twitter post not too long ago about my views on rap lyrics, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and 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 about like the glorification of this kind of shit. And so, JB challenged you about it's not just yeah, music. and yeah. great conversation, great conversation. I really appreciate. It. Shout out to JB for even raising that because this stuff exists, and I think there is there is a special type of there is a special type of art that I think goes into all of this. Like mm-hmm. when you when we talk about what they did that th- this putting out a fucking ad. Yo, there that We're laughing, but that is murder. That's it's murder, yeah. but it's so calculated. I have I have an affinity for like machines that work. Mm-hmm. That's that's where my all lies when it comes to like criminal activity. Yes. I, like it like machines that work. If you had ethics, you'd be dangerous. Intrigue me yeah. to no end. And that's the thing about these big drug conglomerates and these machines and this retail, you know, distributor, manufacturer relationship. Like in between all of this and all of these millions and billions of dollars of illegal substances and monies going here and there, mm-hmm. there is a machine under this underlayment. A well oiled machine. That really fucking works, bro. Yeah. And it's very intriguing. So so when I see that, when I see these niggas put out hits in periodicals. <laughs> but it wasn't even these niggas. It was the lawyer. I think that's what blew my mind. It was. Well, it, it, let's be clear. It was these lawyers it, probably in. Th- this was a collaborative effort. I don't know. I, I think that lawyers who are called the white powder bar. Yeah. Have dealt with enough drug dealers. One, I think that at a certain point as a lawyer, especially that kind of lawyer. Right. I don't want the drug dealer's input, bro. I, you you tell me what I need. I got the rest. I need you to, to not be in part of this, right? So I, I fully believe that their arrogance, and as a good lawyer, you probably don't want to involve them in too much of what's actually happening, right? I come to you for facts. I don't need you for strategy, right? Um, people who are hiring a lawyer, they're not strategizing. That's what you pay. You pay the lawyer pay for the, the strategy. Lawyer for the strategy, right? So that lets me know that these lawyers knew we can't make them not talk. But if they talk, it's going to be a problem. How do we make the problem fix itself? How can we prey on this already really damaged ecosystem to fall apart on itself? That's even more sinister than I. Thought. And I right. I think that I'm laughing about it, but that's why it worked. It was, I know that the worst thing to be in this world is a snitch, snitch. in this particular world. I know there are people who paid me to make sure these people get off. 
they're going to have a vested interest in these names, which is why I'm not just going to release it to prison life. I'm going to release it to a defense attorney magazine because not just other drug dealers, but they're going to also represent shady politicians. They're going to also represent shady law enforcement who are going to have a vested interest in who these people are and have access to find them. And they're going to have access to people who are willing to do the work for them, right? And then I'm going to put it in a prison because they might be there. And I know this is going to work. So I can kill them from the comfort of my fax machine. Dog, that joint is so crazy, bro. Like, that that low-key is one of the illest, illest, that's one of the illest things I've ever heard. I'm not gonna lie, and this and, and everything that I've heard about drug stories from mm-hmm. every coast and every corner of every country, that might be the illest shit that I've ever heard, bro. They killed somebody from a fax machine. Four, five, somebody's from a fax machine, and legally, because all they did was say, "I'd like to talk to these people because they might know something." Right. They Do with that what you will. Whistle. You ever seen the movie Manhunter? Is that the one with, what's the white guy with the really famous white acting dad, too? His dad played Hercules. Michael Douglas? No, 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 no. no. So Manhunter was the prequel to Silence of the Lambs. No, never seen it. And uh, Michael Mann film, who also did Heat. We referenced Heat here. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to me, Michael Mann, when it comes to like criminal activity in movies, nobody really does it better than him. Right? You write that name again. Yeah, Michael Mann is kind of like the man when it comes to like portraying crime okay. in movies to me. Uh, Manhunter was later redone as Red Dragon by uh, Brett Ratner. There was the, it has like Edward Norton. Oh, I'm familiar with that. Yeah. Edward Norton and... Um, um and you know Anthony Hopkins playing mm-hmm. Hannibal. Okay, so yeah, Red Dragon is basically a redo of Manhunter. Oh, okay, yeah. All right. Do you remember there was a point where okay, so the whole thing about Manhunter was uh Will, the main character Will was trying to catch the murderer, the um the uh I forget what they called him, like the dragon guy, like the murderer in well, it was a mur- it was a serial killer. Yeah, that was like you know grabbing people up. And Will Graham was the FBI agent. He had like sort of you know I'm not going to say retired from the FBI, but he got shot uh, and almost killed by Hannibal Lecter. Or he got stabbed and almost killed by Hannibal yeah. Lecter. So, but he was like the FBI's best detective, and they were looking for the serial killer. So what Will Graham ended up doing was he went to Hannibal Lecter. He got Hannibal Lecter locked up. But he felt like he had this rapport with Hannibal Lecter to where Hannibal would help him find this murderer, right? And then what ends up happening is, this is a it's a great movie, by the way. You need to go watch it. Um, what ends up happening is Hannibal Lecter starts speaking to the serial killer because Hannibal Lecter was like a, psycholo- a psychological genius. Mm-hmm. So he profiled... He already profiled the serial killer. That's why Will Graham went to him because he wanted a profile of who the serial killer was. Hannibal Lecter knew who it was. And what he did is that he started communicating with this guy from prison. And he did it through the classified ads in a newspaper. Damn. And that's what this reminded me of. I was like, yo, this shit is crazy, dog. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's, Yeah. Anyway. They put a hit out from a fax machine. Man. By simply saying, we'd like to talk to these guys. Man. 
This was a I'm I'm this this I'm I'm like you. The uh, first episode it was a lot of information. It was good. Second episode I have to. I have to finish this because this feels like this should be close to the end. Like it feels like the third episode could be the ending, right? But it's like wait, there's four more. There's four more, and we are fighting not to. I know that you guys have probably binged it and you're done and think that we're idiots sometimes, yeah. but we are doing our best to watch one episode at a time so we don't come in here like. You and know, overdue yeah, an episode. Yeah, yeah, or or not be able to give our true opinions or, and predictions. Right. So yeah. So forgive us if we sound naive, but we really are watching it episode by episode. We truly are, man. Um, that pretty much covered it for this episode, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I'm excited about I'm excited about episode three. Oh, shout out to the writer and director of Cocaine Cowboys, the King of Miami. They followed us on inst not Instagram, on Twitter and They've been interacting, so oh, shout really? out to them. Yeah. Oh, with Billy Corbin. Is yes. That, oh, nice. Shout nice. out to him. Shout out yeah. to Billy. Uh, he he makes you know these are some good documentaries he makes, man. Yeah. Um, Thanks for the brown teeth. Um, look at the close-ups. Yeah, it lets me know who not to trust. <laughs> the brown teeth. Yeah. That's funny. Um. Well, that that that's about it, man. Uh, I do want to show love to the people in the way of Hurricane Ida right now. Okay. I know that's like really beaten down over the area. It hit down. As a category four in the sixteenth anniversary of Katrina, which is a dark poetry. So yeah, man, that's definitely crazy. sending love and light there. For sure. Yeah. For sure, man. Um you know, and uh, yeah, that's 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 rough, man. Um Yeah, man. Uh I think that's it for Grams of Snow for episode two. You know the vibes, man. We're on Twitter, Grams of Snow. On Instagram is what Grams of Snow Pie. Yep. On Instagram, and we are we officially you know if you listen to us from our Snowfall episodes you were you were probably getting our episodes from the Kind of Movie Critics, mm-hmm. which is uh, um, a, 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 another podcast that I'm part of where we break down a lot of movies, TV mm-hmm. shows, stuff like that. Kind of Movie Critics. If you're not following them, make sure that you're following Kind of Movie Critics. Uh, but we officially have our own feeds now. It's Grams of Snow podcast. Uh, you can find us on Apple. Uh, you know uh, Apple Podcasts. Spotify, Google Podcasts, you know, wherever you get them things, wherever you get them, Anchor, Stitcher, all of that, man. So, um, it's just us now. Yeah, 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 and we're gonna continue bringing, bringing you guys more of this drug dealer mafioso. We have plans, you know. We have plans. White collar crime, all of that stuff, man. Serial killer stuff. I'm, I'm about all of it, man. Because I don't know about you, but I always want to have like this is my favorite genre. Of, like crime is like my favorite genre of film. It's the most interesting to me. It's the one I understand the most. Yeah, mm. and like it's just. I guess you talked about it, it's a lot of bad thing to say. It's a really interesting study of human behavior. Yes. To watch how people behave poorly. Yeah. And how they try and justify it. Yeah. Is always interesting. It, it's a it's a really good human study to watch people justify their evil. It is. It is. Um, yeah, it and is, if I could man. sell drugs, get away with it, probably would. These motherfuckers be rich. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. I'm, I'm. I'm cool. I'm cool being on the sidelines watching it. I Just think I would kill be, nobody. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna tell you where I think I would be good at. I think I would be a good like, like detective, like criminal investigator, because it's like you know, like it takes a good cop to catch a. It takes like a like a backwards cop to catch like a good criminal, and it takes a really good criminal to be a good cop. You wanting to be a Jake is just really weird. I mean, but but like the best kind, the ones that understand the guys. Like if you've seen Heat, like Heat, we talked about Heat. I don't believe in good police. 
whatever. Okay. They have a job, right? And that's A-cap. the thing. I, I hear you, man. All cops are bastards. Uh, so, like, the whole dynamic between uh, 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 De Niro and Pacino's character, to me, is really is really dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, yeah, they, there was even, a lot of there was a lot of empathy on both sides for each but other. But even if we talk about human behavior, right? The mm-hmm. quote unquote cops who are good at the job that they have, yeah, right in that arena, are because they wish they didn't have to be a cop, not because they have an affinity for what they're doing. It's they can't be on the other side. I, I don't know. I don't know. That's I mean that's a good observation. I when don't you know see if it's it in that. movies. I don't talk to police officers. It's like when you see it in movies yeah. and shit, it's always almost a longing and a jealousy. Like how dare you do this and get away with it? I know how your brain works cuz I know it being like nigga you just I think it's I think I think there has to be an admiration. Out. I think there has to be an admiration. Yeah, sure. You know admiration left unchecked can grow into jealousy. That too. That part. Yeah. Well, I think I would probably thrive in exactly. that department. Of 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 bringing down these. You're a police officer. I wouldn't talk to you anymore. That's fine. I would. That's fine. I no. You'd be an informant. You'd be. You'd be all the way a Peggy. Actually, no. Yeah, I take it. What a couple of Peter Luger steaks. No, huh? honey. Uh, Peter Luger steaks. I'm more of a recut. I gotta go to jail. Give me a line or two. <laughs> yeah. I'll just all get right. this I'm fucking th- over. With. I'm good at psychology, man. I'd have you singing. That's for sure. I don't. Again, I wouldn't talk to you. You're a cop. Which you wouldn't see. I wouldn't even present it. See, see, you already so you'd two be steps a cop behind. and a liar. What? Why not? Nigga, it's all fair if it's in bounds, bro. Yeah, I would be an absolute liar cop, bro. If I'm trying to take if I'm trying to take down a cartel, you think I'm gonna let you, Miss I Hate Cop, stop me? Treasy, no. but also I don't know that I would let I could be part of a cartel right now for all of you know. Yeah. And that is one thing. I'm afraid of real criminals. Right. I'm not saying shit about shit to anybody. Yeah. My I'm, mother's not gonna know. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying no. I want to be a cop. I'm just saying that's where I'd be good at. A cab. Anyway, man, you know the vibes. Catch us episode three, Grams of Snow. Bye, friends. This has been an On Ear Network production.